0: All right, it's another Cleveland Moto podcast. We're at episode number, what did we say? 105. 105. 105. Uh, to my immediate left is Johnny Crow. Mm, well, you're dressed yeah. in the stealth ninja outfit hello. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Seriously, you're wearing ninja pants. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. Yeah, you're all blacked out. And he stopped at a convenience store on the way over and bought literally a three-pack of bologna and American cheese sandwiches. <laughs> did, uh, hamburger buns. Did yeah. you Did you miss prison? No, I Because <laughs> that's what they feed us in prison. That's it. Here's your bologna They were spot. there. And I was like, Seems Holy like a baloney, great idea. Man. Holy bologna. What does one pay? So $3.69 gets you and mustard. Mm. That's rad. Hoffert, Hello. Steve's here. Uh, I see you're rocking the Pacific Coast. Mm. Well done. Probably- uh, and you're rocking the Vespa. You got the Stella out there. So yep. did you get the rear hub seal done? No. No? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. I fucked about with the windshield, trying to put the windshield on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those windshields must be for an older. Well, they're old P yeah. They're old P series. design, right? Uh, headstock because they won't. It won't fit
0: around the headlight.
1: Yeah, it just won't fit right. Ah, it just won't fit right.
0: Period. Cut. More cutting. Well,
1: I'm going to make my own brackets or something. And then but.
0: Dustin is uh, stage right. Mm. Yep. Yeah, Dustin stage right. And then Chris Smith. I got to give a shout out to Chris Smith and his charcutians oh. because the charcutians have provided probably the best piece of pork belly bacon mm. I've had in a mm. long time. It's um, better than Bloody I really do wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the podcast listeners could taste this because this is like... We don't have that technology. It's smell vision It's smell That's oh. right. It's Wonka smell It's three different types of pepper wow. that all hit at different places. So there's this big, heavy dose of uh, brown sugar... That makes you be like, oh, this is safe, and it's bacon, and this is going to be awesome, yeah, and I'm your friend, and I wouldn't fuck you over.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then
0: the cayenne pepper hits, and the cayenne pepper hits and is like, ah, we're taking over your mouth. Guess and, what? And the cayenne pepper goes away. but No leaves... one
2: expects the Spanish Inquisition.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the cayenne pepper leaves the black pepper behind, and the black pepper's like, we're going to rule this area for a while. And then just when the black pepper's mm. about to fade, the Italian pepper comes in. Like the proper red pepper comes in, like the proper pizza pepper I'm flakes. I'm still
3: feeling that. Are you still feeling it? It's so good. It. Yeah. Oh beef. my God Dude, damn. Was that, is that only for pork? You know, it's, can
1: you it's do that with pork belly? so with bacon. So. Can you do that with bologna? Yeah. Why?
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> a, the, the the pork belly. You know, the best part of the pig, mm. because that fat is what carries that that heat. You know, mm. it's, that's it's so good. Well,
1: one. what's even more enjoyable is you cook it. On a, uh, a cooling tray inside oh yeah, on a cookie sheet and you catch all that gravy so you catch all that yeah. all that goodness
0: catch all that gravy
1: and you put that on your Cheerios mm-hmm. in the morning oh. and Tell you why. No, bacon that's... grease goes good in everything. Yeah. Like,
0: there's nothing better than bacon grease. Like, you're going to now become the Cleveland shirt. Dude, food oh, podcast. I'm coming to your
1: house oh. for some fried eggs cooked in that. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's guaranteed to keep the male moving.
0: Woo.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 keep <laughs> the male moving. Keep, it'll keep the female moving. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, my. All right. That's good. I have a rant i have a uh, rant. Okay, I like all to right. rant.
2: I like to rant about Siri. Oh, because I'm, I'm sorry, I'm squirrelling you here. Oh yeah, squirrelling me. But I think it's absolutely fucking amazing that that beer is named the Wilhelm Scream.
0: Yeah, isn't it awesome? That's called
2: the Wilhelm Scream. You know what the Wilhelm yeah, Scream of is, right? It's that's, as an audio engineer. An, that's an audio like engineer, legendary. This, this is what you should be <clears> aspiring to. And you know, George Lucas puts a Wilhelm, an actual Wilhelm Scream, in every one of his movies. Really, I didn't know that. It's in all the Star Wars movies. I mean, the Wilhelm
0: is the that is the. Ah! Exactly. It is the it is the trailing. It's the scream you hear when Frankenstein's monster is walking away and you just know something fucking horrible is happening.
2: It originally yeah. came from Private Wilhelm in a, uh, was it a Civil War movie? I, yeah, I it's think it some, was actually, It was some yeah. sort of Western right. style movie. Yeah. And it's when he got shot and they went in and they did an ADR session to the scream of the guy and whoever went in just did that. <laughs> Screen. And it's that,
0: it's that perfect, like, it's not blood-curdling. If it was on its own, by today's standards, it would be considered to be a kind of a comical screen. Oh, it's very comical. Right, but the point is, Recording engineers,
2: recording engineers yeah. have been using this screen yeah. for like 70 years.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's got a copy of it. They're right, you like, oh, know, we got to put a Wilhelm in there. <laughs> put a Wilhelm in there. Yeah, so you have to put one in this podcast. I, oh. I have, I do you have. You can it. drop one at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of course I have the Wilhelm
0: screen. And of course, because it's a... Because it's a magic cat, there's always some little piece of awesomeness under the battle cap. It says Cats are just lions in a jungle of small bushes. There you go. So there you go. That's that. So uh, so our Wilhelm Scream is my beer of the night. My beer is a pumpkin ale. And I've been kinda you know it's seasonal and there's so many fucking pumpkins out there, and they all taste like fake pumpkin. They all taste like uh, you know, a Starbucks you know, pumpkin latte oh, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, Chai, pumpkin. pumpkin.
3: What's that? Pumpking.
0: Pumpkin. Pumpkin is good. actually southern good. Uh, pumpkin is good. Yeah, yeah, southern to Anything southern, yeah, tier, southern so right. These are nice because they're not over the work top. Work. They're not. They don't you feel know. like diabetes. You know, and when I drink a beer and I feel like I'm getting diabetes, <laughs> I really don't like that beer anymore. It it, it, it ruins it for me. So but you have diabetes. I do have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't like beers that taste like diabetes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Heavy breathing.
0: <laughs> to Wilfred Brimley everywhere, right? Yeah. Exactly. I can still do 50 push ups. All right. So, but my issue was is with Siri, and I'm in the truck over here, so I pre gamed at Porco. Bing! Uh, <laughs> and Davros would like do you to get do paid it. every time you see no, that? No, but people do go to Porco. <laughs> People go to Porco, they're like, I listened to this motorcycle podcast, and I heard about Porco, and I'm in Cleveland, so I thought I'd show up and see what all this Porco's all about, <laughs> ah, I didn't and know there's there's something just, like a little really
2: idiocracy where the guy always calls everything he says with, uh, brought to you by Carl's Jr. Right, because <laughs> I like money. Because right. I like money. I like money.
0: The uh, But uh, Porco's shout-out tonight is Davros. Davros. Linus wants to make sure we call him Davros from now on. If you're a Hoovian, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're not a Hoovian, look that shit up. Um, it's okay The uh, don't and and all the people right now are wondering what the fuck a Whovian is what the fuck a Whovian is or a Davros and it's okay if you don't get that or that
2: don't there's worry about
0: whole, it there's a whole world of weird kicks going on that you're never going to be a part of and you can feel outside
3: of that and there's this for just a moment and there's this just thing moment. Google. Oh, God, Google. That solves oh, my. all your problems.
2: It, it answers every there answer question for all you, all but obviously
3: problems. Siri didn't for you. <laughs> so, Siri, on the way over. Siri ain't Thank Google. you. Pulling it back Thank
0: you. Uh, on my way over, I really wanted to hear a particular song. And the particular song I wanted to hear was El Matador by Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. I love that band. That's, yes, I right. do, too and that is way too much spanish for my english speaking siri so i was like i was like siri play el matador and she was like playing madness I'm like no siri el matador and she's like playing madness i'm like fuck so i even tried to rub some like rub some spanish on it i was matador. like el matador and she was like playing madness i'm like fuck so on my fifth and final attempt i said siri Play Los Fabulosos Cadillacs El Matador. And she went, Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. And I was like, Yay, <laughs> I beat Siri. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Siri will eventually understand your pigeon bullshit Cleveland Spanish. Share a Coke with your offense. Dude, that shit just says offense to me. It just says offense. And as a person with diabetes, I have to say that an entire two-liter <laughs> bottle of Coca-Cola, you might as well have just showed me a gun. And a dead child. Diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. Diabetes.
2: Diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. <laughs> See, now everyone out there needs to you know that every time Phil does that, he holds his finger up to his face like a
0: Wilfred like Brimley. A- mus- <laughs> mus- Diabetes. I've done it every time so far. I gotta. I cannot do the Wilfred Brimley without the visual prompts. I
2: just like the meme of him and it just says heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, my little nephew, who's awesome, and he'll hopefully he never listens to this podcast. Uh, my little nephew has a, a pump, so he has. Type 1 diabetes. Already? Oh. Wow. Oh, it, I mean, well, he's a little old man. No, he's type 1. So, you know, he no, can't the, be blamed for it. Oh, that part. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, wow. no. Like, my 14-year-old nephew is not really worried about a hard dick. So. Uh, <laughs> really? I yeah. was
2: when I was 14. <laughs> I was worried about it, too. It wouldn't go away. <laughs> oh, no no I couldn't matter do how bad. hard I <laughs> I beat that motherfucker, I beat him like, like it. it owed me money. Exactly.
1: <laughs> there it is. I literally took a picture of myself, and I
0: had to say diabetes to take the picture. Yes, because that's where we live. Uh, But yeah, so uh, yeah, my poor nephew. When he realized, you know, he had diabetes, he couldn't uh, diabetes. (laughs) Easy job. Chatty Chrome is about to die over here. (laughs) <laughs> a a of uh, of
1: uh, uh, <laughs> up a lung
0: and, and for the
1: every time he does that, I just think of that <laughs> fat stupid cat that they exactly, use exactly for, the, the, for meme. the memes on the, on the internet. Right.
0: The best parts <laughs> of my life, <laughs> the best parts of my life have been re- literally distilled <coughs> down to really good memes. The, uh, but when my nephew got diabetes, like everybody wanted to be like, "Oh, you're you know this that and that's, great, that's great," I was like, Anthony, come over here. Let me tell you about Wilfred Brimley. And he was like, what's a Wilfred Brimley? Because he's like 11, you know. And he doesn't know what a Wilfred Brimley is. I was like, okay, so what you need to do right now Sounds is... Sounds like it could be like an old car. You need to get out in front of all your friends. Like all the friends who might ever tease you for your lifestyle and the things you have to do now that are different than what they do. I want you to learn how to do... Diabetes. ...really good so that you can beat them to the punch and take all their energy away from them. So if anybody wants to tease you... You can just be like, look, dude, it's me and Wilfred Brimley. And I got this shit nailed. I'm going to live to be like cocoon age and I'm never going (laughs) to die. And, you know, my relatives gave me a lot of shit for that. But as a young kid who's got diabetes, I really want him to own it fast so that nobody can ever take that from him. You know, everything that he's doing now as a little kid is somehow made more awesome because he's going to survive and he's going to deal with it. He's going to be awesome he's going to have a small computer on his ass that's going to pump, you know, fluid into his body that wasn't there to begin with.
2: Diabetes. <laughs>
0: and that is the Wilfred Brimley. We will have to post that in the show notes <laughs> yep. for all those people involved. So uh, back to a motorcycle podcast. <clears throat> back oh, that's to right. life. Back <laughs> to reality. We talk
2: about motorcycles.
1: Um,
0: on the trailer out there right now in front, I've got uh, uh, like a 2004 Triumph Daytona. 600cc awesome little you know pocket full of heaven that has that had like 700 miles on it when it came into the shop we own it obviously we own it we're selling it and uh Mm -hmm. i'm going to move it from the east side shop to the west side shop because it just wasn't getting like it was getting a lot of nibbles at the east side shop but i think at the west side shop we can actually put a hook in somebody's mouth for that Mm bike and it's a good little and, and pull them right in the fucking boat and then I'm bringing over the CB1100, which everybody's ridden. The CB1100. Oh, is, I love that bike. Yeah, I got to bring it over to the. Because once again, at the East Side shop, everybody's test riding it, but nobody's buying it. Someone, so, had, someone fuck had those, one those guys. On the yeah. What's that? Someone had that yeah, same, it's same a color. And great fucking on the bike. Drive. Yeah, all right. You should buy that bike. If, you, if you're if you thinking bike about and it, get some uh, charcuterie. Oh, God, yeah. that bacon's good. Yeah. Buy the bike and you get
2: some of right. Christmas charcuterie.
0: It's really fucking good, by the way. The, wait uh, tomorrow
1: you to take It doesn't matter. I didn't even,
0: even think about those things. Uh, i got a perfectly functioning toilet in my house, and I'm not afraid to use it.
1: It'll be a 20-sheet shit. <laughs> <laughs> remember, re, remember those peppers you had yesterday? <laughs> your, your asshole, your, Will. 20 sheets to the rim. Yeah, that's, you know, that's it, yeah. I like the old Pepperidge Farms. Person. Oh, my God. Pepperidge Farms, remember? Pepperidge remember? Pepperidge remember?
0: But the uh, (laughs) their
2: asshole, not mine. Steve
0: mentioned about carburetor cleaning, and and literally doing a piece of maintenance that is a real thing that happens for people whose motorcycles own carburetors. And you know, historically, what we've done is we you know we we dismantle said carburetor as much as it can be dismantled, which means anything that has a flat or a Phillips head on it, we unscrew, we lay it on a piece of paper towel if there's one around. And then we submerge entire rest of vessel into ultrasonic cleaner of some sort, and set the timer for like you know infinity. (laughs) Infinity. Walk away, right? Or
2: set
1: the timer for next right? Or or insert
0: carburetor (laughs) body into one gallon jug of carb
1: dip. We set the timer for 480 seconds because that's a title. Over and over and over and over again. And then you just go back and jack it back up and jack it back up. Exactly. i will go
3: for 90 minutes. Wow. wow. That's a good oh, timer. Sure. That's it, a good timer, yeah. Yeah, it timer, timer. is. It's still
2: ultrasonic. not long enough, I, I usually try and bass mine. i listen listening <laughs> to care the entire, entire eight eight seconds or 30 right.
1: minutes. Made by longer. Viagra? God damn. Man,
0: seriously, your ultrasonic goes a long time. Cleans glasses. <laughs> it cleans glasses. It cleans everything. Yeah, it's I know. Like ultrasonic. Ultrasonic. Oh, my daughter loves it when I clean her glasses <laughs> in my ultrasonic. Really?
2: She's like, Dad, do you have fresh fluid in your thingy in the garage? I'm like, I can put some in there. Can you clean? glasses.
4: I never even yeah, thought works, about that.
2: Works oh, right. yeah. it really? was Amazing. Right. Wow. It's like you, you realize you use, you're like, I have not been seeing proper for the past do three months. you use Simple Green in
0: yours? What uh, do you use? I use purple? Uh, Royal Purple. Purple Power, yeah.
3: Yeah. Purple Power. Purple Power. Royal Purple. That <laughs> what do you kind of suck? It gets all the bug guts out of the glass. <laughs> of glasses. It does. It does. What do you use in yours? I have some... Water-based solvent. I can't. It's from a certified chemical. Okay, so it's all yeah. base-based. I, I think yeah. I'm going to
2: switch to white vinegar though, because I've yeah seen a lot of people really that well. use that and they get great results, and huh. and you don't get that. Uh, I, I switched to Purple Power from Simple Green because right. Simple Green would always leave the... Yeah, and and you get that aluminum powder yep. Yep. Uh, on carbs and stuff like Any, that.
0: Any if you're using Simple Green, you have to cut it down <laughs> to at least. Uh, a 1 to 10 ratio. Yeah, I was going to say 10 to if 1. If you're one. not cutting it down to a 10 to 1 ratio, you're going to get a lot of oxidation in your aluminum. It means you're going to lose aluminum. You know, you're actually, your carburetor is going to get smaller. <laughs> That's it. And uh, that white powder you're seeing everywhere used to be your carburetor. So you have to be at least 10 to 1 with, with Simple Green. It's Simple technically Green, aluminum rust. It is. And uh, Simple Green is extremely
3: caustic. It's grundum and it's got a Mohs hardness of 9. What? That's aluminum cool. rust. Aluminum cool. rust yeah.
0: has a Mohs hardness
3: of nine? Yes. I
0: had no idea.
2: <laughs> Holy shit. I did find That's that what, if I use... useless
3: this information. Yeah. I if, if I use something... <laughs> what is zinc oxide? Fount- well, hold on. Hold on. What does zinc oxide have an abrasive factor of? I... You don't know? Right? I, have I have no idea, idea. but the only Correct. reason I know that is because I went through many years of I got my degree in geology. Right.
0: So oh, oh, good. it's geology. I would have figured it would have been like fluid dynamics because those things are destroying what you're putting through it. So if you've got a pump and you're running that through it, it's essentially you know, baking soda blasting whatever you're putting through it. And whatever you're putting through it is going to get worse. Like a valve or a ball valve or a gate valve is going to get less good right. the more of that you run through it. That's,
3: that's why good. they add a phosphorus compound in your water supply to coat the pipes. They yeah. Have, inside of the pipes are coated with a, a phosphorus. phosphorus. And then... Detro- not Detroit. Uh, what's the city right? Tonight? Ann Arbor. Not it's uh, Flint. Flint, I think Flint uh, yeah. had a dispute with. Not this is not motorcycle related. I don't give a fuck. It's interesting but, as uh, hell. Flint had a dispute with Detroit, so they switched uh-huh. water supplies and they're like getting it from a different place. Really? And they were drawing it from the, ri- the whatever rivers right there. Okay, but they didn't add that. Uh, the phosphorus and the pH in the Flint River is low, yeah, and it dissolved all that protective coating on what? their pipes, and the kids have like a four or five times higher level yeah, of lead. Uh, I just lead, heard about that. in their blood. Yeah. So
0: all the pipes are leaching lead into the water supply because they no longer have the mm-hmm.
3: protective coating of the phosphorus because they weren't adding that coating that Detroit adds, right, to cover up the like. Like houses and literally have, seal. W- have one inch
1: yeah lead feeds unless yeah. you have <laughs> to with copper right but oh no, they that all have coating, lead yeah, beads. yeah. If,
3: that, uh, if that coating goes away then you're going to get uh, higher than normal tons of
0: lead compared to right
3: normal. right wow that'll make me crazy
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah well that'll make it
0: oh don't like your window panes uh, hold on Ryan Foltz is just asking me just now. Hell yes, we're having a podcast in Dustin's garage. We'd be thrilled if you showed up. Period. That's right.
1: But no politics, you hippie bastard. Pull
0: the side garage door. Oh, he doesn't like politics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's so fucking smart, it's hard to argue with him. No, you can't yeah. argue with him.
0: <laughs> no, I've learned with I love, it's I love Ryan, it's just better to yield.
1: He's so fucking smart, it's hard to argue with him. It it's is. like, oh, dude, I, have... I don't have time to research right yeah. now. God damn it. Mm. <laughs> I want to say something, but right? If, I, if I'm not factually, I'm not up, ready
3: to get smoked yet. <laughs> I'm
1: really not. What's that? See the car guy? He's a car guy. Yeah,
3: yeah. he's a well, car that's guy. I have to talk to about my BMW. Oh, oh
1: my
0: oh, God! He's
3: BMW Jesus guru. Christ!
0: If you get started with Ryan on BMWs, the older the better. By the way, <laughs> yeah, you could be
2: there yeah, all day. This podcast will become a BMW podcast. If we could get no Shane, Shane <laughs> and Dustin together, I blew, oh, my. I have
3: a. Uh, 320 uh, early 320
2: oh Oh, shit you can talk to Shane about that too either or yeah.
3: that's the one thing about our podcast our circle of
1: friends
0: (laughs) I've never felt so comfortable owning like an old 318 or an old 325 like I could do that like most people are like I'd like a 325 because I think those convertibles look really cool from the 80s no in our podcast family you could actually own a 325 and drive it every day because you have people who can work on that fucker that's pretty rad. Yeah, Shane saw it with the old school, like late 60s, early 70s, 2001
3: platform. Yeah, he liked the old
0: 2002s, 1800s, and all that Yeah, he had a bunch yeah. of
3: those. Yeah. But the the one, my problem is, is that it's the last year, of, the, the last three the years Kelfish. of the 320, they switched to a 1.8 liter Correct. motor. And yeah. you can't find a motor. Oh, yeah. If I could find a motor, I could put it in. I can't find a motor.
1: Yeah. Oh, I just got it up that, that was John.
3: Yeah, that was good. I really,
0: I mean, as far as I'm concerned, all that stuff, every 2002 I've ever ridden in, every 1800 I've ever ridden in, and every 325, those are really fun cars. They're really cool cars. And they're before BMW got very pretentious and they they weren't <laughs> very uppity and they were just like, right. these are fun cars. These well, are not as pretentious
1: as VW. Well, right now, <laughs> my first car was, I'll cut you a
0: great
3: deal on a turbo diesel. Yeah. But my first car was a 2002. Oh, really? And when you owned a BMW yeah. in the, like the early 80s, yeah. like late 70s, early 80s, it was like riding a motorcycle. Yeah. Everybody would flash. If you had oh, a BMW, yeah. they would flash their lights at you yeah. because it was cool. It's cool. There are yeah. people for, who like driving cars, yeah. not for the badge. 2002s now, were always cool. But now yeah. people drive driving for the badge and not for the not for the...
1: Yeah, certain cars people still. I mean, if you're in a if you're in a flat windowed Beetle.
3: Yep. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's the camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, not not. not, there's there's anything not wrong that. with Super Beetles. If you're, in a, Beatles, if you're in a goddamn air cooled
0: Beetle, because I had like I had a '73 or '71 Super Beetle. It was the first year for the Super. It still had a flat windshield. Oh. Okay. And it had McPhersons and everything else. And that's how I give you an idea how old I am. I don't even remember what year Just that quarter was. But I think it was a '71 Super. But. Realistically, if you're in an air-cooled... If your car is air-cooled, you're a freak. I mean, if your car doesn't have a radiator, you're in that beard category of wizard and doesn't need cars. You just fly everywhere in your magic broom. Or a Pegasus. You know? Right, or a Pegasus, exactly. Yeah, if your car doesn't have a radiator, what the fuck? You How know? about if your car's two-stroke? Oh, if Ooh. your car is
3: a two-stroke?
0: Ooh. I know, like, three people you can hang out with. Yeah. Well, yeah what I happens
3: don't... if you have a V4 two-stroke? Oh. oh, that that is insanity. You're serious in a one man club. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> Way to go.
0: Congratulations. Yeah, we'll you're see you. On are yeah, the, the only
2: guy at the car show. Steve's the only guy there.
0: I need to. I know where I can find you on the side of the road. <laughs> there, <yeah. laughs> so let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two you, TVs, the you the Right, smell. yeah, DeChibeau's. Right, yeah, you got a dishavo. <laughs> <stroke. laughs> yeah. Those became four-strokes. Yeah. You follow yeah. the smell of two-stroke <laughs> oil. Well, yeah. That's a two-cylinder. That's a
3: two-cylinder, right? cylinder, not a V4. A V4 I, two-stroke is very fucking few. I want a DS-21, so if anybody wants to donate one to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, Alex Tazzy, you can call Steve Hoffert. I think Alex might still have
3: two of them. I know he had a real car and a parts car. But a DS
0: 19, uh, oh God, this just turned into a fucking Citroën podcast. Uh, yeah, a DS 19. Motorcycles. A DS, which uh, DS. Did
1: you ever see the Citroën motorcycle? It's, it's a fucking air cooled Goldwing, basically? Oh, no. my God, yeah, yeah. they uh, so, Two stroke?
0: Yeah. No, no. it's, no, four, it's four stroke, stroke. Oh, four yeah. Stroke. Okay. But they're like, not dicking around. Anyway. The Citroën, every gangster movie ever you saw in the 70s or 80s. The gangsters were floating around in a French car called a Citroen DS nineteen or twenty one or whatever, and the car had like this perfect teardrop Art Deco shape that like everything just like kind of like went perfect like tuna back to its ass. And those cars have you know a hydrostatic
1: like tuna.
0: Yeah. Oh, they're like tuna. They're like you know put them underwater and they're just perfectly efficient. And they (laughs) and everything that could be wrong with the with the car was wrong. Step 1 it was made in France. Step 2 the <laughs> Say trans... No more. right. Step two, Step 2 is it had hydraulic ride suspension, adjustable suspension. So it had two riding positions, driving and broken. Scraping? Yeah, scraping, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, a, a gear shift that looked like a pickle.
1: <laughs> the
0: gear shift came out of no part of the car. The gear shift had ever come from the turn signal uh, operator. The turn signal thing was on the roof and it didn't this,
3: have pedals it had pods. it had
0: a pod so when you would <laughs> yeah. press the brake you'd buy new teeth
1: <laughs> because when i had mine
0: if you would breathe on the brake pedal you would just go through the windshield is that the that's a oh my word what the fuck did you just conjure up oh that's that's I, some I horrible the... motorcycle with a, <laughs>
1: Oh, is this a motorcycle podcast? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just learned about these things. I'm, I'm well, tell 40, the, the story about your... 42 uh, or whatever. I never heard of these fuckers.
0: Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh the brake pods. What's that? The brake pads. The brake pods. The, uh, pods. Uh, the uh, DS. If anybody windshield. ever offers you to drive a French car, like a DS or any other, you know, Citroen car, uh, they did not have a brake pedal. That looks like the brake pedal you all grew up with. It's just a button on the floor. It's a rubber button about four inches in diameter, three inches in diameter on the floor. And when you press it, the planet stops and you go through the windshield. And so if you press it like you're pressing on like a child's throat, the car will come to a gradual stop. But if you press on it in the way you say you were pressing on like I don't know,
1: a woman's breast, the planet
0: or your your own foot or an actual brake pedal. Or an actual brake pedal, you will go through the windshield because these had this the brakes were done via a servo that controlled it based on how much pressure you put on the pedal. And I think that probably when these things were brand new, they probably worked pretty good. But by the time I got mine, if you press the brake pedal, and that's why I love letting my friends drive it, because the second they would press the brake pedal, one, it's on the floor, so it has no travel. So, you know, normal brake pedal travels six or eight inches before anything fucking happens. This thing travels one, I think it's like one metric cunt hair. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then oh, the whole planet just grinds to a halt, and you literally do go through the windshield. I guess that, yeah. the,
2: the, that travel depends on whether it's an Italian
0: cut here no, or a No, no, it's French. It's French? It's French. Okay, so it's, it's French then. It's yeah. like the 1150 yeah. brakes. The though. Italian cut here. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> it's like the BMW yeah. 1150 brakes, exactly. <laughs> Why they have... Okay, so back to motorcycles. <laughs> the world's worst braking motorcycle I have ever ridden in my life was the Aprilia 500 that had power-assisted brakes. It's a scooter, and it has power-assisted brakes. The only thing that was good about them is most of them were broken by the time I rode them, and they didn't work right. But when they worked correctly, the brake lever, when the motor wasn't running and the key was off, you'd grab the brake lever, and the front brake lever would go all the way to the grip. And you'd be like, there's something fucked up with these brakes. We need to fix them. Like fix these brakes now, I'm going to die because I have no front brakes. Well, they're a linked power assist braking system with ABS Jeez. on a scooter. Clearly oh and that's why that's why you've never worked on one scooter. The, yeah, the ones, you with, ones the with the, the, the super big bulbous wide, wide yeah, super wide seat, super wide body. The reason you've never worked on one is because I work hard to protect you from them. <laughs> and <laughs> because you buy one. No, 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 no. And I have told numerous customers, sir. I know that your brakes aren't working, but you can't afford to make them work. Well, what will it cost to make them work? We're going to start the bidding at $2,000. And at this point, the bike's a 10 year old 500cc scooter that's not fuel injected, and they really don't want to put two grand into it. But the way their brake controllers and their power assisted brakes were set up is when they were working correctly, nobody's ever said, my hand. My right hand and or left hand is not strong enough to operate these brakes. Have you ever ridden a motorcycle and you're like my hands aren't strong enough to operate the brakes on this motorcycle? No, fuck no. And there's a reason for that. So when Aprilia decided to make a power assisted servo brake system that's still hand controlled, you have about an eighth of an inch of creep and then all of a sudden your brakes go to 11. <laughs> and and the worst thing is, it's like it's combining the brakes for you, so you have no ability to modulate
3: rear to front. So even the front works the backs. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Right. It's oh, terrible. Geez. Yeah, it's horrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, backs work the front. Front works the back. Back they all work together. You know, the worst brakes I ever had together. were on an <laughs> R fifty
3: nine R fifty with those dual leading huh? shoes. Oh, the dual brakes. leading shoes. Yeah, and I mean they were fine. That until they got any. That'd be
0: old. It was really old, like nineteen. I'm sorry, 59. what year? Fifty nine.
3: Yeah, okay. Right. And, and actually, they worked okay. Yeah, they like, will stop the motorcycle. But the you the pressure you had to apply was right. really high. Yeah. And then if you got one drop of any oil <laughs> no, anywhere water. near that yeah. drum, yeah, or water, I oh, yeah. yeah. it. You that were down, you one were day. squeezing that like. Anybody
0: who's ever ridden a water buffalo, Suzuki GT 750 water buffalo, will know that the old school brakes, which were beautiful, gorgeous brakes. They look good. Be prized to have them on any motorcycle own. They look gorgeous. But when you use them, when they're dry, they're like squeeze, 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 lock. Mm -hmm. Like it's terrifying. The second they get one gram of moisture anywhere near them, there are squeeze, 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 continue to squeeze, continue to squeeze, look for a bumper to crash into, and now you're stopped. They were terrible. <laughs> and like, as much as I complain about the early generation of Honda single puck disc brakes and how bad they are.
3: Yeah. Because they They're are still terrible. better than that. They're still yeah. better than that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would like, stand I've never had a on the, the brake Honda pedal drumming. to stop. <clears> yeah. when I would, yeah. if you went through a puddle... <clears throat> Oh my. Stand damn. up on the back brake and like squeeze matter. the front one as no. much as you possibly no. can. And it's still to barely stop gonna stop. no emergency no. braking You're
0: further brake. ahead to downshift, 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 put your feet down.
1: And jump off. And jump up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep running around. Fucking bail.
0: The
1: just
2: bail. I'm I'm so used to having a rear brake that was just basically a suggestion.
0: Or a block of wood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: to uh, now being on the DRZ, man. I'm like painting stripes in my rear brake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like
0: you don't realize how uh, much I go into rear brake
2: and it's like Whoa! Your <laughs> foot
0: can put down a lot of pressure compared to your hand. Coming well, down.
2: yeah, well, I mean, it's a rear, yeah. actual disc brake. and well, And there goes. The so I guess that your,
1: explains that fetish.
3: <laughs> I'm so used to having uh, link brakes because almost every bike I have has link brakes. Really? Yeah. So, oh, God, so that that the back would, works. I would hate that. The back works like on the Goldwing. The back works the, back, or the foot works your back brake, and it also works a cal- one caliper. And then the front brake works the caliper, and that's it. So at least your front brake is just the front brake. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. On the BMW, it's See, the front Hayden brake works the back yeah. and the front, and then the back brake works the back and the front. Too. On the yeah. Motard, I like yeah, going like
2: mostly back brake. You know, yeah. Especially going into a good solid turn, you know? it's just like control it with the back brake. I try not to use my brakes at all.
3: So that's my goal. <laughs> a lot coast to the stop. How do you stop for yeah. Flintstone? A lot of. <laughs> no, I mean if I glide if you glide close enough, yeah, you know, usually you could stop before oh that Oh boy.
1: A lot of them are modern, well, the more modern heavyweight motorcycles. I'm a little yeah. If they have linked brakes, they will for instance. You what? See the calipers are 6 putt calipers. Yeah. Your front will operate one pot. four, four yeah. of your yeah, front pot. pots, right. and two of the rear, yeah. and the rear will operate four of the rear pots yeah. and two of the front. So, so it's, it's like two old to old one. Ones. It's like it's like. I know, think it's one caliper. No. I believe Left you're right. right. Yeah. I believe okay. you're, we had yeah, something. But you're right. The,
3: the other one is just one pot. And then you, both your disc brakes work with your. In the mid '90s, uh, a
0: lot of the bikes went left caliper, right caliper. So I just
1: realized the other—I just realized the other day there's a, uh, is it the BV that does yeah, that? The
0: BV does that.
1: One kit. Ca- uh, yeah, rear. As you pull the is, front brake,
0: your front brake is operating. One
1: one caliper in the rear, right, and front is only front. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's so I'm getting
3: so used to link brakes. Mm-hmm. It's weird when you go from When you're riding like ten different bikes. Mm-hmm. Everything's. But the biggest pet peeve I have with all those bikes. Is that they're starting to move the horn button.
0: They're, they reverse the horn button
3: and the turn signal yep. button. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> Every time I
0: go to cancel my turn signals, I beep! blow the horn. Right. Moto Guzzi grizzo. I blow the horn constantly on that bike.
3: <laughs> but I don't well, understand. The reason, the, horn horn that the reason you put your horn at the bottom by <laughs> your thumb is because it's an emergency device. Yep. And so by reversing it, I think the engineers thought, well, you don't use the horn as much as you use your turn signals. Honda so- recently
0: took some shit over that. Like, if you read some of the forums, Honda in, like, the NC700X and some different bikes. You're right, they flipped them. They flipped them. And fuck you. The horn should always be the lowest bottom, the lowest button on the bottom side of my left-hand grip, my left-hand control right. pod. fuck yeah. Yeah, that's the world. That's the way it works. You put that shit in the middle. On the Grito <coughs> and a couple other uh, European bikes, they didn't put it in the middle, but they moved it up high enough. So that when I'm stabbing at the turn signal canceler, which I do as a nervous tick, like every 20 seconds or 30 seconds when I'm riding, to make sure it's on. my thumb yeah. just yeah. naturally, my thumb instinctively goes up and presses the turn signal cancel. Yeah, I hate know? being that
2: a-hole with your, riding with your Yeah, I don't ride. want to be that well, guy. The BMW you know? has,
0: um, the BMW has it in the The BMW, by the way, has the most confusing turn signals next to Harley-Davidson, which <laughs> yeah. are equally bullshit.
3: Right, left, Right, high. Right, slow. left,
0: up, down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay.
3: You yeah. know what? Hey, my- hey it's hey, up, Ryan. And Should
0: you brought way some it? bourbon. Wait down. Did you get some bullet? Is that yes. rye? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's rye. God damn it. Oh, gotta dig the rye. Wow, this oh, is a shout-out to
2: <coughs> Suze Cohen. Who? Uh, sir, would you like a glass with some ice? Oh, no, no. I came prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you are
4: the man. Ryan brings his own fucking some rocks <laughs> glass. Uh, yeah, I use some ice. Yeah, yeah we have ice. Here,
0: let me get you some ice. You know what, I was pissed at, um, this is a complaint on the podcast, fuck you Giant Eagle, you used to carry Dandy corn twisties, and now Giant Eagle only carries fun and cheesy baked cheese crinkles. Oh, that's good. If you like bacon, you'll die for that. How do you feel about pepper? Red and black. I'm going to do it. Then you're going to have a good time. So I'd like to welcome uh, Ryan Foltz to the podcast. Oh, let that work. That's going to be there for like 30, 40 seconds at least.
2: Nice
0: job. Yeah, that's that's all, Chris. Chris made you charcuterie. Hmm. There. Uh, what we're talking about is uh, basically bullshit. We're talking about Citroen brakes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> and we're trying to think of what other off the wall <coughs> shit we what talked brakes? about. <laughs> right. Oh, we were talking about um, old BMWs, and I said, "Well, Ryan's going to be here, so you yeah. know, yeah, we can talk about old BMW cars." Absolutely. You know, 2002s and 1800s and. You know, as, as something as as far and away as modern as Is 325. the
4: 325, as the 325, I just put a head gasket on an M54.
0: Oh really? Holy shit! Just as quart. Ah. Thank you, sir. Did it? Ah. Had it been unfortunately passed down to a young person, or was it still in the hands of a respectful owner? Uh,
4: no, it was in the hands of a respectful owner. But like a lot of modern BMWs, the um, clutch fan had failed and mm-hmm. overheated. Right. This guy had overheated nuclear several times. Right.
0: Because you don't know what's happening.
4: Oh yeah, no. Why would you? you know, why would you, you wear you, know, you owned a We had the warning you're...
0: light. We had the warning light podcast last week. <laughs> <laughs> what does the red triangle mean? Right. Keep stop riding car. for a hundred miles. Stop car. Stop car. <laughs> no. No. Why would you? No. Why, why would, would you that? possibly stop your vehicle with a red triangle? on the dashboard? <laughs> yeah.
3: These are somewhat dandy esque. They're, they're. You know what? <laughs> I appreciate how well they've
0: replicated the dandy corn twisty, but fuck you, dandy still exists. So. <laughs> Screw you, Giant Eagle, and your house brand oh. dandy potato chips are uh, dandy cheese.
1: Finkles. Are you going to pay at 39 cents for the dandy? Or if they would
0: have fucking had the dandies there, I would have bought the dandies as opposed to buying this bullshit house brand what? Giant they, Eagle shit. I, I kind of like them. These are good, what? but they're not from fucking Cleveland. Unless you unless you look <laughs> at the bottom of the bag and it says made in Cleveland, uh, I just say fuck you. Mm. Fooled me once, I happened to be there. So... They were there when I was there, and we're going to listen to crinkle noises on the goddamn podcast because nothing <laughs> cuts through this one. That
3: partially hydrogenated. How not we have people complain about that? Yes. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> There's nothing that sounds worse on a podcast than the crinkle of a plastic uh, snack food bag. However, I don't you care. Turn down your dial. Oh, you did. Way to be an asshat. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So that's that. Uh, yeah, we're we'll we'll we still we'll run just around keep horn horn going around the fucking going. I don't <laughs> care. <right? laughs> I'm, it's not like I'm going to stop eating them. I didn't bring any cigarettes. I'm going to eat fucking cheese twisties. That's all. It, that's <laughs> how it's going to work. The, uh
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, <laughs> man. That's, that's how it goes.
1: Six years and a hundred pounds ago.
0: Right. <laughs> if you'd been smoking all this time, you'd have been a fucking rail. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I've Gotta start doing coke again. I, I need to sleep on a fucking
0: Venetian blind. The uh, <laughs> that's rad. Yeah. So what's been going on at your shop, Ryan? Oh, you know. Fucking Honda Element, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the uh, Indy 500 in our uh, parking lot because the uh, all the road closures.
0: No, oh wait, is that right in front of your shop? Well,
4: no, it's it's miles from my shop. But by the time people get to my shop, they're so okay. pissed off.
0: Oh, they're just cutting through. They're just they're ripping through my parking so lot because Ryan's an hour. shop is on a corner. So yeah. his shop is literally on a corner that there's no mm-hmm. reason anybody would have to cut through your fucking no, shop. There's no just, reason. But by Except the time they get they're there, frustrated
4: yeah they're so frustrated by the time they get there
0: they're you know, not waiting for one more fucking round. no hell
4: no and they're just yeah. you know so we so I had to block off one end of the parking lot and now we got people that are frustrated pissed off and stuck in my parking lot oh you should <laughs> put a you should put a double in
0: there yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just throwing some totally throw one day that you posted
2: <laughs> on Facebook, like, want to come over and hang out and see how many assholes get stuck in my park. <laughs> oh my god. Why are they yelling at us? <laughs> like oh. it's our fault. Like I would
0: have built an impromptu toll booth. <laughs> 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 don't
1: block off one and just put a chicane in the middle. Right, yeah. a yeah. chicane in the middle?
0: <laughs> Yo, I did that.
4: <laughs> I had a chicane and people drove through it. <laughs> that didn't work.
1: You don't understand.
3: That's a 30 second penalty. Yeah. <laughs> was in Mexico. That you said, those double bunk, those the double, potas. Yeah.
0: Potas, yeah. Topaz. Topaz or Pot- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Tear yeah. the, the suspension it. out. Rip the suspension out, and you fix it on the spot. Right. <laughs> it's
1: like, oh hey, That's I it. see you put it, put down a spike strip. Oh it's hey, a spike uh, strip. I see you need some tires there, right. sir. I got a special. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I got a special. They're uh, 150 percent. Like? <laughs> <laughs> what do you like?
0: What do you like? Because I got a great deal going on. My tire rack account needs some fluffing mm-hmm. up. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. They drove through my uh, Ford van. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, had, I had a Ford van and a, uh, a GMC uh, Suburban. Chicane, oh, Jesus Christ. And they drove right through it. You weren't it, fucking it. around. No. <laughs> I mean, we, we, I figured, you know, it, it, it was visually blocked off.
0: <clears throat> right. So I figured, you couldn't you know, see through I it. couldn't see through there it. There was so no figured, line of sight. You know, we
4: could get through it, right. but no, it didn't matter. People no, still no, drove They're just
0: going to go through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Fucking hell, man. It's become a challenge
1: for the neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> well, now, yeah,
4: it's, yeah. now it's impossible because the one end is just totally blocked off. So right. People
0: pull in, and then
2: they're like, damn it, it's
1: blocked off. Damn oh. it! <laughs>
0: I was trying to circumvent the intersection, and now I'm trapped.
2: It's the Avon Lake rally. My goodness!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! Have goddamn sand people in Jawas come out and strip their shit when they're oh, yeah. turning around. <laughs> I'm fucking all over that
4: crap, man.
0: <laughs> well, we, we well gonna, you're fucked now, buddy. I did. I did
4: post on Facebook. I was going to have a drinking game where, right. where we we opened up the garage doors and just sat there. And, That's and, what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, if, and if people, you know, people came, people tried to drive through the lot, we would drink. And if people tried to drive through the lot, turned around and yelled "fuck you" at us, we do a shot.
0: <laughs> I have a paintball gun. <laughs> we could have made this awesome. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well it's Friday night so maybe next right. it's the best night to do it because that's when everybody's in a hurry oh, they're in a home. hurry to go nowhere yeah. maybe we'll do the
2: podcast there next that's right. Right. I know right well we can do it in front of your shop that'd be brilliant
0: <laughs> fuck yeah They're just brilliant. the sound of anger <laughs> <laughs> in the background anger car and just bring out like 9 or 10 shitty fucked up motorcycles like we ride <laughs> and, <laughs> and then when they pull in there they're gonna be like oh no I want to yell at them but by the same token <laughs> I'm
2: scared <Yeah. laughs> that's, that's, what do you if have? They, if they trust their lives on those things, they must not care about uh, anything. We've just <laughs> wandered
0: into the politically correct motorcycle gang. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an Aprilia. Do they even make those anymore? <laughs> what the fuck's a Moto Gucci? <laughs> I have no idea. That's the story. What's a Moto of- Oh, every fucking day, every time somebody comes into my shop and says, Oh, I'm not familiar with those Motos. Who makes those? Scootsie. And I'm like, what? What are you even talking about? And they're like, yeah, moto. Who makes motos? Like, their, their natural instinct is they don't know what it's called. They don't know what it's all about. But they just assume with Harley-Davidson, oh. you take off the second word and you call it a Harley. So that with Moto Guzzi, you take <laughs> off a lot the of second word. a lot of
4: those Davidson
2: models.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a fine selection of Davidsons you got in your garage. Hey, you know,
2: a lot of those were made by Italians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, so who's making the motos these days? And I'm like, motos? What fucking planet are you from, man? (laughs) And I will usually use ignorance to hide or cloak my hate every day. Like, I'll just be like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, these motos. These motos over here. These motos. Dude, they're all fucking motos. That's what we do. The shop is called Cleveland fucking Moto. Like, it's like quasi-moto, but different. We have bikes. They're all bikes. And they're like, oh, no, but these, these, these motos, these, these, who makes these? Oh well, that would be Moto Guzzi. They make them. Yeah, yeah, they make them for fucking ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 cool. Yeah, since they were fighting over Europe the first time.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, there were Moors running around and shit. That was Moors, just weird.
1: Moors yeah, was, uh, <laughs> yeah. wasn't even a country. Yeah, yeah How it's hey, Moors get dragged <laughs> into this? I don't
0: know. I drag him into everything. It's always their fault. It's a Morgan Freeman thing. Yeah, it's just Does the way I am. Does that
3: the Moto were by the Moors?
0: <laughs> no, no. It means that the, uh, the Moto Guzzi's were spawned by the Italian Air Force and their lack of a veteran support program. Yeah, when those dudes got... After World War One, they were looking for jobs. And they were like, fuck it, we can't find work. Let's go race in England. Yeah,
2: they already had too many tractors, so... Right, <laughs> <the other trackers. laughs> It's kind of funny, because Harley-Davidson started kind of the same way. Well,
0: they did. They, you know, they... Uh, right, they... They lied and put Indian out of business, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. One of the great coups of all time.
2: And then after World War II ended, a bunch of servicemen got a bunch of surplus right, uh, exactly, bikes right off of the military. It's
0: a wonder there aren't more Jeep gangs, considering right. how it worked yeah. out for Harley Davidson. You'd think that they would be. I think Polaris is that's... going to return the favorites.
2: I was going to say,
1: point. like in the Philippines or Malaysia, I think there is a Jeep a gang. A Jeep gang?
0: Yeah. Right. They, do they wear colors and shit yeah, and yell at
2: yeah, each yeah, other? Yeah. We should Jeep's form a Jeep gang called the Nine Inch Willies. Nine inches.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm 38, bitch. That's how I roll. The uh, I got a Jeep that was made by a fucking jukebox company, about? Rockola. Yeah, oh, man, we're, we're just bullshit. Sure. literally. It's gone crazy. We've gone so sideways, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> There's one person left in the internet that can hold up at this moment in the conversation,
1: who's but just they, like... And they went to take a dump. No, they're like, keep going.
0: I got <laughs> you beat. And that's a squirrel This dude's talking about like single yeah. sewing it's machines squirrel, and shit. Yeah.
2: Squirrels driving a jeep with a heart tattoo.
0: I finally found my people. <laughs> oh, my person. <laughs> my person. I finally found my person.
3: Yeah, I... That is the, the thing about... still on an analog cell phone, too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey... Fuck you, he's got a Nokia.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, wind up holding can the bag. Uh, a Jeep. His into a
0: Jeep phone band. still folds in the half in the middle. Oh, I can oh, wow. do a
4: Jeep. <laughs> I could totally do a I Jeep. I
0: could totally do a Jeep. I'll rock I it do top
4: down year round. I don't care. Oh, like my, an M151, wife,
0: like a Vietnam era. Jeep on the old yeah, turn
4: Turn that little yeah. add-on heater on.
0: Oh Just made and clean. I don't I can't even imagine for the life
3: of me. What kind I know. of
0: these, these are being passed like a doobie? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Best doobie ever.
3: Uh, the cheesiest doobie. I like the Dodge, yeah. Jump 47. So, really, power wagons, yeah. you like those? Yeah, I just like the grill. I mean, oh, I like the, the grill's ride. beautiful. Oh, yeah. they're gorgeous. Yeah,
0: every time MASH would start, you'd be like, oh, that's so rad. There's right? one in Wellington you know. for like
3: seven thousand bucks and it's yeah.
4: sometimes you see them cheap oh yeah, yeah. and uh you know yeah. sometimes you still see them with the with the old like solid rubber tires and yeah. everything the whole yeah. kit yeah the whole deal yeah, yeah. a I mean, proper it's, military it's a useless vehicle on the no, road it's, but, terrible. Oh, no, it's terrible but, but you yeah. can you can make them into useful yeah. vehicles because they are you know in in some sense like a dodge you know consumer dodge truck right but, you know just parts that swap mm-hmm. they got full-time transfer cases they got you know they're just they're useless and their gears right. so low, Closed yeah.
0: knuckle Dana sixty, yeah, yeah. weak yeah. as hell. Or- yeah, they are military vehicles, and anytime like we do um, podcast motorcycle podcast, motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have this. Uh, so I have a, a Harley Davidson MT five hundred. That's a military vehicle, and it's a military prototype that failed. And the reason it failed is because it makes perfect sense because <laughs> right. it has a Rotax five hundred cc motor, which is unkillable. And it has a White Brothers suspension, which is unkillable. And it's got an Armstrong frame and chassis, which is unkillable. And when they had the competition to win the contract back in 1992... The United States uh, Department of Defense had put a rule out, a stipulation that said that it was for 250cc airdroppable machines. And Harley-Davidson, having so much success in World War II, lying and cheating and beating out (laughs) Indian. They remember what
1: happened the last time, yeah. yeah.
0: Indian brought a bunch of 500cc motorcycles and Harley showed up with a WLA with 750cc in one. They were like, shit, 250cc rule, let's bring a 500 and Harley went as far as to purchase a motorcycle company, a British motorcycle company. They bought it, lock, stock, and Armstrong, barrel. Right? Armstrong, yeah. yeah. And it used to be CCM, which is like Russian hockey equipment. Yeah. And, uh, which is for real. Like, what? that's real. You think, we tease about AMF and bowling balls. That was Russian hockey equipment. How good could those motorcycles possibly be? Uh, Probably great. Well, but they lost the, they lost <laughs> they, the they,
2: company. They need good hockey equipment.
0: The fucking, who, who knows more about snow? And uh, I want my Zambonis, I don't want my Zambonis to come from anywhere warm, right? That shit is better be from the Arctic. The Russians make diesel planes. (laughs) Which is also psychotic. (laughs) How fast must we make this propeller go? Faster than that. (laughs) We have a diesel helicopter, not for long. (laughs) No, you have a diesel impact test device. (laughs) Yeah, you know what the fastest thing about diesel is? Nothing. Getting it to the diesel-burning device. That's faster. <laughs> the horseshoe brought it in on is faster than what's going to burn it. The uh, But yeah, Kawasaki won the contract with the 250cc uh, KLX. So the KLX 250 beat the Harley-Davidson 500. No, was the KLR. No, it was KLX, KLX because the KLX or... had electric start. Uh, and uh, gotcha. there was no KLR 250 back in that particular period of time. The KLX 250 was the animal. And they're liquid cooled, and they're really cool, and they do their job really well. I got one parked in my garage. That's they're the proper military. You know, it's a real authentic 1992. Is and in my garage, what's is that? that?
3: The KLR.
0: Well, the KLRs yeah. are now. Yeah. So the uh, so the modern motorcycles are KLR 650s. They're gasoline powered, and they eventually became diesel powered for a moment and a half until they realized all the diesels just sort of exploded for no good reason, and on the battlefield, and that's just. You know, that's the end of that. And that's the end of Hayes Diversified Technologies and why they went away. And, you know, it kind of closes a chapter on some really interesting skunkworks shit. Like, you know, special forces were running around in some weird shit. Like, you know, uh, the Chenowiths and all that kind of cool dune buggy stuff that Hayes Diversified built and sub- submitted to our military. And the military went, that would be awesome for the desert. We should go kill people with that. Uh, Hayes Diversified is now no longer yeah, there. Yeah, so. they
1: built some really weird <clears throat> shit. They took a Yamaha four wheeler and chopped it apart. Yeah. and yeah. extended it yeah. and it tur- basically turned an ATV yeah. into a single seat UTV right. twenty yeah. years before right. you know, to make the it carry
0: had. shit across the desert.
1: To make it carry right. shit to make the center of gravity <clears throat> lower. Yeah, uh, I mean just to meet their to meet their standards of realistically, you know,
0: if you had a customer that was the United States Department of Defense. Wouldn't that be the greatest thing ever? Because we know they spend money. Yeah, we, we fucking know they buy shit. Oh, we know
2: they spend, like, retards.
0: Yeah, and money. the most wackadoodle stuff you can come up with <laughs> oh, and be like, you know, yeah, well, yeah. look what this does. It makes your troops virtually invisible. We'll buy 10,000 of yeah, them. Yeah. Only right. it doesn't work, right. and then the next version doesn't work, and then the next version doesn't work, and then finally the
4: fourth
2: version works, but Dude, we'll buy all of them.
0: I tried so hard well, not to... Well, they
2: buy it at first, so no <laughs> one else yeah, I spent four years of my life trying not
0: to kill Bradley operators. Like, my four years of my life was spent trying desperately not to kill guys in Bradleys. Like, Bradley fighting vehicles to us were basically considered to be very confusing against Russian BMPs. They look very much alike. (laughs) And, you know, in a Bradley fighting vehicle and a Russian BMP or even a BRDM at, you know, 1500 meters through a 10 power scope with thermal,
2: they look identical.
0: And whoever's idea it was to build a Bradley fighting vehicle didn't like scouts and marines. Because there's nothing an M1 tank apparently likes to eat more than Bradley fighting vehicles. And they're on the same team. And it was like, like the whole thing was like, go through your entire deployment trying not to kill guys in Bradleys. Well, that's not the way our militia- military should play with each other. I mean, like, You know, my G.I. Joes were never trying to kill the other fucking G.I. Joes, right? They were just... You know, they were trying to keep those guys alive. But meanwhile, we didn't have the same, you know, regard for anybody who was in a, you know, Bradley fighting vehicle. You know, go out there and get some.
4: So anyway, the failed yeah. Harley. Uh... <laughs> hey,
0: hey, yeah, yeah, hey, right. Ryan's bringing one back around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those, uh, if you can get them, there's uh, a bunch of uh, Harley Davidson MT500s. That went to dealerships in 1990s or whatever, and uh, those dealerships, Harley dealers, had to take a couple of whether them per dealership. Them or not. And they're green, whether you wanted them or not. You, you got them, and usually you can buy them for between about six between about six and ten grand. But they are an actual uh, military. Oh, you you skipped all the. Uh, you went straight for the Wilhelm. Go. Ah-ha! <laughs>
2: The Wilhelm scream. The Wilhelm scream. That's what it sounds like. Yeah.
0: That is the official Wilhelm scream.
1: <laughs> it sounded more like the Cisco and Pop. Yeah, Cisco. I thought it sounded like the, one the on, uh,
3: Big Chuck and Lil Jon. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my. The, uh... All right, Sulu, come on. <laughs>
0: Oh my. Um, the, uh, oh my! But the other thing <laughs> I wanted—I wanted Steve Hopper to talk about cleaning carburetors without I mean t-kay. T-kay. like gay taque, taque. Sounds, sounds like taque. Like yeah. Tell me about cleaning carburetors without using caustic chemicals <clears throat> or losing parts across my garage at so, 200 psi.
3: So I don't know how many carburetors wow. I've cleaned. All registry, of them, clearly. Bridge the biggest gap but, uh, ever. <laughs> but I've always done it the same way, and once I reassemble them, yeah, I blow it all out with compressed air. Right, and I just something I've done because right. I usually use a water-based solvent, and I don't really want water sitting in my car no, no gas to it. Right. So, um, so the last time I did it, I had a particularly dirty carburetor, and after days of ultrasonic cleaning. <laughs> It seemed like oh, I thought I had everything cleaned yeah. out, and when I blew it back, unfortunately, something dis was still in the, the carburetor itself, right. it dislodged in the idle circuit and blocked my idle jet. Yeah. So, of course, it was a PC 800. And, of course, and it took, which meant it took you a week and a half to get to the carburetor. To get the plastic <laughs> off the carburetor is easy to get off once you got all the plastic out. Of it. <laughs> and as John knows, because he yeah. saw that bike, it had a, it had a nice Harley esque. Skip it. It sounded like a... Uh, oh, I it was... A, to it. it was literally... It sounded... A, yeah. yeah, it sounded like... It had it a was, loaf. Uh, it, yeah, it was running on a single pin. Yeah. Potato. So, yeah. <laughs> Puh. It was potato. Put- wow. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> And the, it was just idle hunting, really bad, but yeah. it, it sounded good. It sounded, <laughs> it sounded good to sound, the Harley yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, right. it I'd good. like to say that
0: it sounded awesome to the
3: Harley guy. <laughs> so after another hour taking all the plastic off and yeah. pulling the carbs out, that's what I discovered. And so from now on, yeah. I do everything. Before I put everything back together, I blow it out, then I put it back together. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why I did that. That's the way I've always done it. I just felt like I... If I did it once it was assembled, I would know that everything was clear.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: I've always been a huge fan of the compressed air.
0: Well, here's what I'm going to do a little, you know, this is just a favor for everybody who's listening. So everyone goes, like, most of the people who listen to this podcast are not people that have money leaking out their butthole. So most of the people who listen to this podcast are still running around on carburetors and the motorcycles, and that's great. But everyone also gets the false impression that, like, working on carburetors is really difficult. It's actually not very difficult. It's pretty goddamn simple. But the first thing I'm going to recommend is go to, and I'm not going to say Bike Bandit because I really don't want you to spend money there because of the way they operate. But Partzilla, at least. If you go to Partzilla, Partzilla does two things. They have have diagrams for every fucking motorcycle that somebody who's listening to this podcast is going to be riding. And they use the actual manufacturer's part numbers, which is nice. Where like bandit, GSML. right? And bike not, bandit does not. Does, and I like Ron, Ron, Ron Airs and I. think yeah. they do the yeah. same thing. Yeah, there's a bunch of yeah. them. It does. And what you should do is you should go to the page <clears throat> for your motorcycle's year and model number for the carburetor, and click, you know, right click print on your fucking computer, and print out the diagram, the exploded diagram <clears throat> of the carburetor, so that when you take yours apart. If you realize that you've taken yours apart and you don't have enough parts yet, you're not done taking it apart yet. Keep taking it apart. And then take it apart and photograph it or tape the fucking parts to a sheet of paper or whatever you have to do. Don't lose track of that shit. Because later on, when you're putting 110 PSI of compressed air at it and some small piece shoots across your garage. Which it will. Yep. and
2: you'll never find. And it.
0: hits the wall.
2: Ping, ping, and ping. Now, you <laughs> don't it e- eventually, right? And you no, don't even. Eventually, they transfer into an alternate dimension. Well, you don't <laughs> even know what
0: you're looking for. Is it round and brass? Is it round and black? Is it square? What is it shaped like? You know, tink. you don't even know. You know that it sounds like that.
1: <laughs> like it sounds tink. like,
0: tink, 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 into nowhere. And now it's into a nebulous environment that you'll never, ever find ever until somebody else buys your garage.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm seriously, I think they go to Narnia. And sweeps it right. out.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're you going to find a
3: piece of shit that and of that all that your piece.
0: left socks.
3: That piece I probably didn't need. Right. <laughs> right.
0: clearly <Yeah>. not <laughs> important. Until you put the bitch back together again, and you realize that it no longer has what we like to refer to as a mid-range. Also, oh, so do, <laughs> right. do
3: one carb at a time if you have multiple
0: Yes! Cars? Oh my because God, when you're please. you're assembling the one that you've just <laughs> taken apart, and you...
3: Kind of yes. don't fit, can't there fit is no
0: such thing way. as four identical carburetors. That does not exist Why on the I planet. Never do that? No, because it. if no. they were, what
1: <laughs> I have, what have a little. If you have a tree, a little plastic yes. piece of, of Tupperware, the medicine if you will. container, medicine yes. container, the yeah, medicine four container. sections, yep. and like yep. everything goes right. into, and I label them. You know, number one, number yep. one. You know,
0: the reason there are no a such things. Thinker, though. The you reason I say that there are no such thing as four identical carburetors is if that motorcycle is twenty or 30 or 40 years old, every piece of rubber and every piece of brass and every soft metal in that thing has gotten to know each other over those 30 years. And if you take O-rings from carburetor number three and put them in carburetor number one, or if you take brass parts from carburetor number three and put them in carburetor number one, shit is not going to play nice together. It's going to take them another 30 years to get to know each other. And in the meantime, you're living hell because you're chasing around like anomalous, like why at 3,200 RPM do I have no more power? until 32.5 and then i'm operational again why do i have this weird you know bermuda triangle of right power in the middle of my power band so do try to keep them together when you take them apart and when you do build these things back together again it is really important uh if you're dealing with cv carburetors hold a very bright light behind the diaphragm that's the big rubber part on the top of your carburetor because even a pinhole will fuck you over
1: Look literally, yeah. look at that fucker with a magnifying. Do buttons.
0: because I. Yeah, mean, they're really expensive. They're goddamn expensive. Diaphragms, uh, the diaphragm slides and stuff, they're fucking ninety hundred. Like they're ninety to a hundred dollars, if you're lucky. And the reason they're so goddamn expensive is because they know you have to pay for it. There's no reason it should be that expensive, other than you can't do anything other than buy it.
3: You can't machine a piece of rubber. No, no, and you can't <laughs> cut it out yeah, of an inner of tube, you know? The
0: right, there's nothing you can do to unfuck yourself That's when you've yeah. got a fucked <laughs> diaphragm, yeah. Yeah, put a little, put a little uh, liquid <laughs> tape on it. Put a little TV on there,
4: yeah, just whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it'll be great for like a day and a half. Yeah, yeah, the, the right. you use rubber tape. cement. Right. It does not no, work. No, <coughs> rubber cement <coughs> does not work. Does not Anyone who says up. that it does, it does not work. Liquid tape. It'll work for a day or two. Right, liquid tape will Liquid tape the
1: duration of the Craigslist (laughs) ad.
0: I can tell you, liquid tape holds up for exactly three days. Like of normal use, liquid tape painted on like plasti dip and all that shit. That holds up for like three days. So if you need to sell a bike and get it out of your life with a big tear in your goddamn rubber diaphragm, (laughs) liquid tape, you know, plasti dip, that shit'll get you through the night. It'll get you to the next stop on your ride, but after that you are fucked.
1: This I is mean, our consumer protection section. Right, consumer protection. <laughs> I'm
0: not saying I've ever done that, sand or uh, sawdust in the transmission. Uh, just
3: put crossovers on your intake manifolds. Right, right. <laughs>
0: It'll fool it. They'll never know. Yeah, That's it. Right. Take all your air bleeds. <laughs> they
3: just block off that take one. Take
0: <laughs> all your air bleeds and X them out together. Yep. They'll be fine. The, uh, But that is one of those things that when you pull your carburetor apart, make sure that you photograph or write down or tape. The thing to a piece of paper. Don't get those lost or missed or confused. Go to Partzilla. Get out your printouts. Print them all mm-hmm. out. Swear by that shit. Because if you lose any part of it, it sucks. And even you things like... any
3: part of it. Yeah. Or strip any part well, of it. Well,
0: if you happen to have a Harley-Davidson Sportster or a Kawasaki KLR650, you're running in CV 40 millimeter carbs. And those carburetors are wonderful carburetors. They'll handle a bike up to about 80 horsepower. They're really good carburetors. Except for the little piece of black plastic that holds the fucking choke. And that thing will crack. And I've never seen one that wasn't cracked. And when they crack, they leak air like a son of a bitch. And you'll be over there, like, putting tape, Gorilla tape over your airbox and doing all kinds of weird fucking medieval shit (laughs) to try and make your bike run right. Like how come it only runs good when I have my hair and over the air intake and then it runs great. And then I take my hand away and now it's like, you know, literally shooting flames out the tailpipe two feet. It's because of that little dopey piece of plastic, which that little dopey piece of plastic is about $20. And there's a reason it's $20 because they determined you all need one. And if your bike's more than 15 years old, it's broken and you need a new one. And just That kind of stuff, the thing that your choke cable rests in has to make a seal. And if it doesn't make a seal, it's leaking air and you're fucked. And your bike will never run right. And that's tough because KLRs tend to run too cold anyway. You know, there's a lot of things with a KLR, you know, and a lot of those dirt bikes where there are guys who've made money making systems to help those bikes run a little warmer. Because a bike that's running too cool is no good. You know, if you get a bike that's running at 115 degrees, that's not great. We want that thing up about 185, 190 degrees to run correctly.
1: I
2: actually had to use the choke on the DRZ for the first for the first time. time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first time the other day, I was going to leave work and I went yeah. to start it and it didn't start. Like usually, yeah. usually I hit the start button. Yeah. Room yeah. it up was like. Rarrr, 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 rarrr. I'm like,
3: what?
0: I rode my customer's KLR yeah, on for choke, 20 minutes and then warm up.
3: Fired up. <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, this one's fucked. Well, I jinxed up. myself last week when yeah. I talked about when I talked about thermostats. Oh, thermostat. Look at I I had way. a three piece thermostat one that I pulled out of the you know, the bike I was talking about.
1: Right.
3: Luckily I put it in the right way. Right. It went in once and I remember went the right thirty years ago I put a thermostat thermostat in backwards. Oh my god. Everybody's
0: done it. I mean, yeah, who, I, who I hasn't put a thermostat in the I wrong that. way?
3: <laughs> That's it. It works really great. No, it's, it's almost not. illogical <laughs> the way it works. I thermostat, mean, really? No, when you think about it, it expands so it contracts. No, you think of which side has the water. You would think that the pressure side mm-hmm. would have. I mean, when right. initially, you would think that the pressure side would be the oh. one that you'd want it it, closed yeah, well, It opens opposite, the, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The flow. Yeah, it but opens if you didn't know that, right. you would think you Try to figure out logically, oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Would it wouldn't make any sense at all. This way. is
4: why there's professionals, yeah,
3: and <laughs> <laughs> says the professional. Yeah. This is why I pay Ryan to work on my Honda <laughs> yeah, Element. I did it when I was 18 <laughs> years old, okay. I learned my lesson, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly true. I mean, I was 32 years ago,
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I mean, my my when I was a child, I learned that. Thermostats were functional until the point where they weren't functional, and they were to be removed, <clears throat> and then they were to be thrown away, and then they were never to be replaced ever again because that's the household I grew up in. So every car we had eventually had no thermostat.
2: <laughs>
0: it's not as bad as you think. Until I mean, until the winter when you're freezing, and then and your ass you can't, then you <laughs> die of exposure <laughs> yeah. in a running motor vehicle with the heat turned on maximum.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> and, your, and your motor dies a slow death because it's full of water. Because it's full of
0: water, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. And I grew up in a household where it was just like, oh, well, you know, that thermostat stuck or whatever. You know, it's overheating. Yeah, throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> you know, or my dad was like, jam a screwdriver in it hey, if it was. Don't yeah. spend
4: three dollars to buy a new one. <laughs> buy yeah. a new thermostat. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I think the guys at Forest City Auto Parts knew us by name when we would show up. They'd be like, "We know the part you need, but we're going to sell you this piece of shit anyway." And like if it was Bars Leaks, like if we showed up, they would just hand us the case of Bars Leaks. They wouldn't bother to try and sell us a new radiator. They'd just be like, no, no, a new radiator is $91. You'd rather have a $48 case of Bars Leaks instead. Or maybe you'd like to crack an egg in that radiator or something else <laughs> black pepper, Some black pepper. Right? Black pepper black. <laughs> See? Yep. You knew my childhood. That was a, uh, don't ever fix anything right. Fix it wrong twenty six times.
2: That's what there, we call hillbilly engineering.
0: In my house, there was nothing that epoxy couldn't solve. I thought that epoxy was something my dad discovered.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I thought like he owned the term epoxy because our bathroom was epoxyed. Like anybody who ever came into our house and had to do any like maintenance task after my dad had been there, got to like curse at my father for his gratuitous and excessive use of epoxy. Because everything was epoxy. like It was just like, oh, we'll get some epoxy on that. It'll be fine. Which is one step up, because my grandfather, his father's solution to everything was asbestos. (laughs) His solution to everything was asbestos tape. Well, epoxy is actually a pretty
3: amazing thing. I mean, used in the right way.
0: Yeah, if you're in the fucking desert and you need to get out of the fucking (laughs) desert... But other than that, it's the fucking devil. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna buy a house that my dad used to own. <laughs> Fuck you. That is full of epoxy. You wouldn't it want to kind of go sit. I had a hole
3: in my hull. What's big, that? In my fixed all,
4: kind of
0: fix all kinds of stuff. All kinds <laughs> of <epoxy>.
3: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hole this big that I fixed with, with epoxy and under the waterline on my boat. See
1: under the water. Yeah. Line. Yeah,
3: but you have to do it right. You and
1: someday right, somebody's gonna want
0: to take that out to fix it correctly. And when that person does correctly,
3: it
1: is fiberglass. It's fiberglass anyway. It is epoxy. It just
3: doesn't have the webbing. It just doesn't have the. No, I used the. Oh, you did? did? I ground it out. Well, that's not using
0: epoxy. That's actually glassing your boat the way you're supposed to. I mean, there's a difference to my dad, like, (laughs) slathering epoxy on a fucking popsicle stick, or worse around, like, the, the U-trap on our goddamn sink, and what you did to your boat, which is where you used actual fiber, and you used... I mean, you're a chop gun short of doing the job right.
4: I, d- I, I yeah. drove a van for years with an epoxy oil pan. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been a Ford. Uh, no, it was a Chevy, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, this is years ago when I used to drive those things. I don't know why. But, uh, they, uh, there's actually... And I'm not going to name who it is, but there's actually a, uh, a company in town that's driving a diesel... Uh, a truck around yeah. with an epoxied uh, oil pan because, you know, otherwise you got to pull the whole damn motor. Yes, it, you it's, do. It's a, it, it was a particular type of truck where you have to pull the motor.
0: Well, Ford's, my Ford van, my Eel Conline 150, to get the oil to pan, out, so you oil had pan. to lift the motor out. Yeah. I
4: did that oil pan yeah. about four years ago. Yes. Yeah. And he's still driving it around wow. with, with that epoxy yeah. on that oil pan.
0: That Rape fan I had, that big red rocket of love, that red conversion van I had with all the big leather red red shit and shit in it. Yeah. Um, that thing <laughs> just. I mean, the concept of rusting through your oil pan should not ever exist in the world, unless you live oh, no, in it Cleveland. Does. It's real. Right. In Cleveland, it's a real thing. You can <laughs> rust through your oil pan. Can rust through
3: anything in right. Cleveland. Right.
0: And so I rusted through my oil pan, and I found out because I couldn't look out my back windows anymore. Because <laughs> they were oily. <laughs> and I noticed my oil pressure light had gone off. <laughs> like, like, the needle wasn't even a needle anymore. It was a subterranean device. <laughs> oh. And so, up in Canada... I I called around, and I literally was, like, calling every car parts place, like Princess Auto and all these, like, Canadian joints, going, like, um, do you have an oil pan for a a Conline 5.8 liter, A?" And I throw the A on the end so they knew I could speak their language. And they're like, no. And I was like, but it's made in fucking Windsor, eh? You know, you should be able to support your own shit. And they didn't. So <laughs> what I did was no, I had this. S- yeah, no, right. <laughs>
1: in Mexico, man.
0: No, so I like put it up. I, I, I ran the thing up on the curb and I crawled underneath a bunch of brake parts cleaner. That's what you do. And I epoxied the fuck out of it. That's how you do it. And it worked. Yeah, I mean it worked great. It does. And I hey, right. Johnny Macklefresh is in the house and brings a playmate cooler with him. Dude, he's fucking loaded for bear. Holy shit! We're talking about nothing in particular. We're mostly talking about rusted oil pans We're about and Ford vans.
1: Actually, so epoxy. It yeah.
0: works
3: well <laughs> on uh, Volvo radiators, too. Volvo radiators. There you go. Yeah, we're at 108. Yeah, that plastic so. <laughs> Broke off on, yeah, on my 850. As, yeah. as they do. As, as they, they do. I took a one inch galvanized right. pipe. Yeah, I, sc- I slathered it with epoxy yeah. and ran it in with a uh, like a collar on it so that the, it would wow. epoxy it over the top oh, yeah. yep. and then I put the right size that the hose would fit holy over holy shit all done
4: there's a, there's a it's little... been holding for a year <laughs> you made that? your own spud uh, BMW E30s have a little nickel oh, that was oh, in your, on your mouth that one That's one. so, so the, good uh, yeah. uh, same thing we'll it, it breaks again. off it's plastic but you can fix it the same way you just you blob a little epoxy oh, sort oh, of below it so weird. fill epoxy in over the top let it sit I fix tons of them like that. You're so on every time. a
3: pencil string of 18,000. What? Are you fucking kidding no, me? I'm not. That's what it's. It's stronger than the material that it replaces. Well, for our podcast I, listeners, if
0: you are ever stuck in the desert, if you're ever stuck, I don't fucking care where, if you don't want to walk to your next destination, this is the room of people you want to be with because <laughs> these people will literally make whatever's there into running. Like, like, Right, it, you know in the Mad Max yeah. scenario, yeah.
4: all these people who are hoarding guns yeah, yeah. are Puckers. screwed, no, they're, they're screwed. not going to be able to make anything run. Right,
0: right, exactly.
4: <laughs> they can sit in their
0: little bedroom with No, you guns. can sit in a circle and shoot each other. Right. That's fine. <laughs> but if you want to travel, you're going to need a fucking mechanic. Right. Yeah. You're going to need a midget on a hoist at some point to crawl under your fucking Ford, whatever Torino it is, and at some point you're going to need to fix some broken shit. Yeah, okay. And as millions of fucking guns exist at the bullet farm, and as, mil- as millions of fucking you know whatever might exist,
4: yeah, you need one of us or you're screwed.
0: The two-hour chase movie doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist without the mechanic to make it all work. Like, oh, and that's by the way, exactly I did
2: finally watch that.
0: Did you watch it? Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm glad you thought it was fantastic.
2: And, it's and a really good movie. It's it's stressful. Yes, it is stressful. <laughs> it
0: should be. It's a two-hour fucking chase movie. It's stressful because it
3: destroyed two fifty-nine Cadillacs.
0: I respect them for destroying two fifty. Yeah, it's jets. just
3: like you, you start yeah. to relax, Something and then all of a sudden
2: you're like, "Oh no,
3: they're in it again!" I
0: respect them for every fucking the car f- they destroy. You know, That's gotta exactly. have the wrench. Gotta have the wrench. The driver's man. no good
2: without the, Don't wrench. Wrench. Don't have the wrench. I mean, gotta change the jet. Yeah, I mean, I think I on. Tom Hardy has like four you know, lines in the whole film.
0: I love the movie <laughs> for its absence of dialogue. It's like Candy I love the movie for its absence of like love affair, you know, sex scene whatever plot whatever the fuck it is Give it a everybody in that movie is trying to not get dead <laughs> fucking everybody from the little two-headed lizard at the beginning who fails miserably <laughs> to the very end of the film everybody's trying to not get fucking dead and like that's the essence of a good solid movie for me is like i just want to survive the movie like i want to get out and be tired I want to get out and be like, "Fuck
3: that!" That was a good movie. Could You're I right, pull it does that make shit you want off? To ride faster. It
0: does make you want to ride faster. <laughs> I nearly died coming out home from the theater. Yeah, I came home from the theater on a bike that I shouldn't have been going that fast on. I was just like, "Fuck it, go!" Ah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell! Did you see that yet? I have not. You have not. <laughs> that is it's good. Okay, for the It'll
4: for the record, for it, everyone yeah.
0: in this room, have you seen for, it? You've oh, seen yeah. it. Chris, have you seen it? You haven't so, seen it. No. That's weird. You've so, seen it, of course. You've seen it. I've seen it. You saw it. You haven't seen it. Well, you have. So oh, I should have seen
4: it. I just. I you
0: just, should have seen it. Like I know it's
4: out now. I'm just going to go get it.
0: Do you just hate hipsters so much that you're like, I'm not going to see this to yeah, fuck you all a little bit. You know?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see it at, on the IMAX when it came back out here recently. Yeah, I just. I was just busy that weekend, I yeah. working.
0: And- it's epic any way you watch it, but on the IMAX, it is better. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah,
2: it's on like most
0: streaming services. Now, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. I just, yeah, yeah. It I mean, I, I rented it for like five bucks.
0: Yeah, so I just, <laughs> I, I right. I think uh, at this, this really point, bad. you're just not seeing it out of. Uh, yeah, vengeance. well,
4: you know, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of that <laughs> <laughs> because you know everyone, you know, if everyone goes, uh, you know, Apeshit over a movie and, right. is, and is all all about it and all right. over Facebook saying how great it is and whatever, that's that's. I'm really not going to go watch that movie. No, no. Like it's a really see, low chance I'm going to see that movie. Except I'm going to see this one just because it is Mad Max. No, you're going to go see this one because you're going to be looking
0: at the welds.
4: <laughs> like
0: seriously, I watched this movie looking at the welds. Yeah, I seriously looked at this movie. I looked at this movie no, just the, 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 from a pure mechanical from a from yeah. a yeah. Frankenstein right. vehicle. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot, I've seen yeah. a lot of the I've seen the right. promos. You know I've what's seen, going yeah, on oh, with that. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. You know the good thing is they didn't let story get in the way.
4: Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get away the first. It no, the first. Exactly. really a story. It's just
0: a worship of like mechanical carnage. It's yeah. a worship it's like, of. like,
4: Oh yeah, they're fighting yeah. the midget. Yeah, whatever. Okay, let's blow some cars. Jesus. Let's blow some yeah, fucking cars up.
0: I was so, such
2: a huge fan of the, chasing, the original two right. Mad Max movies yeah. that it's like uh, I just had to. I mean, of course, the the third Mad Max movie with Tina Turner. Yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, you know, whatever.
0: You know. I mean, yeah. they tried
2: to be a plot, but still, they're still, they're, they're still blowing up all kinds of shit. They, they try to make right. like um, right. Max into a good guy. in there what movie. I like
0: about this film is it never slows down. In this entire film, there's always somebody exactly 1.5 miles behind you that is just outside of bullet range, and in the moments' <laughs> notice, they they get into bullet range, and they like to probe using bullets. And like at any moment when you're like. Oh, we're gonna settle down for a second. Fucking rounds start coming in. You're like, nope, keep moving. Keep moving. And that's I, I the think the only
2: line of dialogue Tom Hardy has in that film is Hey! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like the way he looks at one girl and gives her a thumbs up just before she gets fucked. <laughs> like like she gets properly fucking fucked. Like run over by a monster truck. And the last thing she saw was him giving her a thumbs up, like, my life must be okay. Oh, where's this monster truck coming from? Oh, I'm fucked. I'm in the undercarriage. Yeah, <laughs> like like seriously I loved that movie for every reason you could love a movie and it didn't even have you and McGregor in it so
1: it doesn't
3: matter it doesn't yeah, matter I right. was thinking that you know when they when they're that. literally spinning alcohol into an intake right, right. and right. you know yeah. I wonder if they got that from separating alcohol from the gasoline oh you are a fucking artist holy <sighs> shit Okay, all right. For podcast listeners, podcast.
0: for podcast listeners, here it is. Late in the fucking yeah. podcast,
2: this is our last bit.
0: Motorcycles <laughs> and Misfits goes one thirty all the time, and people say they're just as good or better than we are. Yeah. All right, yeah, so
2: that's too long. Yeah,
0: exactly. All right, so here's what we're going to talk about for like one minute. You can de you can deethanol your gasoline. <laughs> that's right. I said that shit. You can drink the alcohol. You from can your gasoline. deethanol. White. 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 You can take the ethanol, the evil ethanol that we've been That's talking about for fucking thing. four or five years. You can de-ethanol your gasoline.
3: Does this involve using a still? Nope. nope. No, not even simple. a little bit.
0: It's the easiest thing you've ever seen in your life. You can actually remove... So ton. So motor, the guys over at Motorcycle Consumer News, who take no money for advertising whatsoever, their last pure motorcycle publication out there, and if you don't have a subscription to Motorcycle Consumer News... You probably should just to support people who don't like
3: advertising. You know, I love that magazine yeah. and I used to get it. Yeah, me too. And then they I, hate had, I, I stopped my pres- prescriptions. <laughs> <Your> prescriptions. <laughs> my Stop subscription. My prescription. no, I stopped my subscription when they started talking about farting in one piece. Like, air, what are those things, those BMW guys? Have you them? listened to our podcast?
1: <laughs> By those saying. standards, <laughs>
3: you would have no listeners. No, I'm just saying it was just like so like for, for
0: You mean you are there were people talking about farting in their spacesuits. No, they're they're arrow stitches. And they arrow stitch. Which is farting in a spacesuit. <laughs>
1: Whatever. This is, this is crossing the line for Steve. It is truly. That is. No, I just I mean giving our subscription. No one's we paying are far worse for worse than that. How does that How does that rank against what's the name of the car? Any car? Any car? It doesn't matter. Oh, oh yeah. How does How does women Valiant right in the ass? It's yes. for free. All
0: right. <laughs> yes, exactly. You
1: don't have to pay for this?
3: And Anal Valiant. Anal yeah. you know?
0: yeah. <laughs> Matador. It anyway, Matador. after you sent
3: that text out today, yeah. it'll I was fascinated it'll by what you
1: said. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I, I did. Out I I'm going to
0: put in the show notes all the descriptions of all the scientific devices and the uh, Breaking Bad type fucking you know, uh, you know, chemistry set shit you can buy, and I'm going to put that in the show notes. And that's legit. But what they've, what basically they're saying is, if you want to take the ethanol out of your gas. Use the one superpower that ethanol has that we hate that we can't stand is that alcohol tends to do what? It grabs water and goes, "Hey, I like you. you Want to hang out for a while?" Hydroscopic. Right. It's hydroscopic as a motherfucker. So let's use that power for good instead of evil. So what they're suggesting is take five gallons of gasoline, like, quote unquote gasoline. Right. Right. Thank you, and thank gasoline. you for specifying, 80, like up to eighty-five percent actual gasoline, depending on what state you live in. But take five gallons of what you paid good money for at the pumps and bring it home and put it in a vessel or a vessel if you're Scottish. And you can put it in that vessel and then you can add to it up, up to 2% or 3% water.
3: Water. I'm saying a half a cup per gallon. Yeah,
0: it really it works, out to, it works out to about four to six ounces per gallon. And if you do that, and you pour water like a maniac, oh, man, you're mixing like metric and you're doing the worst thing ever. There, well, just <laughs> continue, remember,
1: continue.
0: Yeah, if you want, if you want the cheap, the easy way out, think about ten percent for a gallon is uh, one twenty-eight ounces, so twelve point eight ounces. Then cut that in half again, so I wouldn't go any higher than six ounces. It doesn't matter because the science is about to happen, and that's going to protect you from fucking yourself over too badly. So when you do enter that water into the equation, gasoline will always float on top of the water. You can't change that.
3: Gas is lighter than water. My question and would that, be right? think, yeah. Yeah. would the MTB be? That's plus, now methyl-, I mean, tesh-
0: would- methyl. oh God, here we go. Methyl tertiary butylethylene, which is a hot carcinogen, is really, really bad for you and everything else. They have supposed to have been phasing that out of our nation's gasoline supply over the past several years. Yeah, supposed to. Supposed to. Now, whether
3: or not it's still there, I don't know. But the, we're not talking about MTBE right now. No, we're I'm talking about ethanol. I know, but what right. I'm saying is, if that has any, uh, if water has any attraction mm-hmm. to that, or right. if that has any attraction to water, mm-hmm. you reduce your right. octane rating. Correct. Well, this is
0: this is important. If you read the article, if you do the test the way you're supposed to do the test, which is start with whatever octane grade you want. Ethanol is being used in our gasoline as an octane enhancer. So when you do remove the ethanol with the procedure we're about to tell you about, you will have to replace the octane booster with another octane booster. Hopefully you won't use ethanol. Idiots. (laughs) 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 Try try to use something that's like (laughs) toluene based or whatever. There's a lot of octane (laughs) boosters on the market That are not ethanol based. The shitty cheap ones are ethanol. You're buying ethanol in a can, you dumb shit, (laughs) right? And like if you're buying like dry gas or any of that shit, you're buying ethanol. So they have water
2: injection
3: systems that are supposed to. They do. They do. and they work.
0: And they do work absolutely. And that's something that is not for the we guys who are can install that water
2: can.
4: Right, oh, no. We play at home with that stuff all the time, actually, where I, where I come from.
0: If I you're guess. doing diesel. Yeah. <clears throat> well,
4: no, no. If you're doing turbos. Oh, that's
0: you're right. right. I totally yeah. forgot about that. That's absolutely yeah, we, right. We water right. inject. Yeah, water sure. inject. Sure. So the guys who are talking about removing the ethanol from gas, is very simple. You start out with like a five-gallon barrel, but make sure at the bottom of the five-gallon barrel you've got, uh, what are those things called, John, it's that like, you put in that have a, a little valve on them? Bung hole, yeah. So, a tap,
1: yeah, <laughs> a tap, right?
0: And uh, you All put, around. you 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 go to fucking Home Depot and you get yourself a five gallon container of some sort, or talk to your local buddy who owns a car wash because they have these big Eyes semi, they're translucent if not transparent. Those white, <coughs> bottles, those white, white barrels, barrels. So they're, they're, they're like plastic. forty gallons, yeah, right? and they're plastic.
3: But and, you can go on eBay and yeah. buy the kind of the. Cone bottoms. Those are very Ooh. fancy. Yeah, and, and then, then you'd really if you really—if you want to be that
1: guy—I'll uh,
3: put that in the show notes. Already, I got that link
1: of
0: sixty bucks. Right. I already looked right. Them up, oh. so. Right. But the point <laughs> is, we're trying to do this at a Cleveland Moto level. Sixty dollars <laughs> so, is so, a bar so tab. So
4: hold on, you pour this water in. Now, <laughs> yeah. does it, you just—you just expect the ethanol to just attract itself. Yeah. Like, that's how if, ethanol well, works. My question is, do you agitate the, the I would situation.
0: agitate personally. I would probably give it a little. Uh,
4: well, you no. give a little. I would take one, one of those mixers, mix, like the it, cement mixer it, it, stuff. I, that would be trim. violent.
0: Yeah, you could do that. You know, That's awesome. I that would wouldn't add, use no. anything with electricity. No, yeah. that would
4: definitely add sparks and danger to this.
0: If we can blow a fucker up, let's blow a fucker up. So anything, anything, anything that makes it more dangerous, right? Since we're dealing with a large vat of gasoline, right? Yeah, absolutely. We
4: should add open top. I suppose you should be smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Also. We have use to make sure the
3: electricity tip. is D.C. Use a flint tip on your a flint tip <laughs> on your <stir laughs> stick. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And wear your most statically charged clothing. Like maybe grandma's old pajamas. Dude in the back of right. a
3: pickup truck with a bed liner. A fluffy bunny suit would <laughs> be yeah, right? good. A of fuzz. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Right. Could you possibly do it? Right. But that's the idea. And the idea of this is real simple. The idea is to simply use water to attract the ethanol. And that will go to the bottom of the vessel the gasoline will be on the top, and then you drain off the bottom. You know, you'll see the color difference. It's one of those things. It's amazing. You can actually see the difference between water and ethanol mixed together and gasoline. And you simply drain off the bottom two or three inches. And then what's left is gasoline. Do not consume right.
1: the ethanol. Whatever you drain <laughs> off is essentially <laughs> ethanol and water. So it needs to be triple
2: So you can do, do whatever you want
0: with that. Do not mix you know? it
2: with soda. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to know if that actually
0: is feasible. (laughs) Okay, so this is the this is the whole thing. Like the whole thing is, is it feasible? Is it recommendable? We don't. Is it worth the trouble? Because my problem is, well, my whole problem is, (laughs) is it it worth the trouble? Because Steve (laughs) Steve likes non-ethanol gas. Like he goes to New York to get it.
4: Yeah, right. Well, you can go to a marina and get
3: it, right? Or an airport. Right. No, there's a a, a website you can go to that gives you the listing of places where you can get it. Where we live, it's Chardon Oil.
0: Chardon Oil is the closest where Mm -hmm. you can buy completely non ethanol fuel.
4: Well, I assume, or any of the marinas.
0: Right. Because marinas and airports, the reason Ryan's bringing that up is because boat motors and airplane motors have not been expected because their lifespan is thus that. If you did uh, provide them with ethanol-enriched fuel, up to 10 or 15%, it would do damage to these marine and or aviation motors, which would call, cause things to fall out of the sky, and people would die. So, Boats boat. fall uh, out of the sky? Right. Well, um, it's, that same, <laughs> it's that same what we call recreational use of fuel. So in a lot of states, they have what are called recreation or RV gas or whatever, and these fuels don't have ethanol in them. And at an airport, your gasoline is going to be leaded, and it is going to be no ethanol. At a boat dock, it is going to be unleaded, but it will be non-ethanol. So if you purchase your gasoline at a boat dock, it will be non-ethanol, unleaded. If you purchase it in an airport, expect to spend about 40% more, but it will be... Non ethanol and it will be leaded.
3: But isn't the octane rating on air, agga, or, avgas A, or what's like, called avgas? Yeah, yeah
0: avgas, yeah. avgas is... tends to run at about 106, and the 106 avgas does run very poorly in vehicles that are jetted for 87 to 90 octane. So you will have to jet accordingly. I always laugh at the guys who run the vintage motorcycles that come into my store. They're like, Well, I'm going down to Lost Nation Airport and buy myself 10 gallons of avgas. So I can run my motorcycle for the five or six, my BSA for the five or six trips I make a year to protect it from the lead that isn't there. You're working backwards. Buy regular gasoline that is the octane rating that your motorcycle is designed to run on and add a lead additive to it if you're so worried about your valve seats on the bike that you put 300 to 500 miles a year on. You're going backwards. It is worse to run the vehicle on 106 octane and suffer the effects of pre-detonation due to high octane, then you are running normal pump gas and adding a lead additive to it. Right. High octane oh, be issue, post
2: detonation. The issue
4: more yeah. with that, I suppose, is that that you know the, anything with ethanol in it's gonna kill your carburetor unless you ride it every day.
0: <clears throat> right. And that's the biggest thing is the ethanol is so it is so good at destroying kind of the rubber parts in a carburetor. Well like, yeah, and, there's nothing and, better. Entering and the green Don't goo if you the let it sit for three Exactly. Right. Like that's the we today took apart a uh, mm-hmm. Honda CB910 speed mm-hmm. And if you want to do like, you know, the flashback thing.
4: Why would you take that apart and not just throw it in a dumpster? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: because not there was that heavy. you guys are Because there big. was a paying customer on the oh. under end of the equation. Oh. And it came in running on at least two cylinders. You know, most of the time. Yeah, right. (laughs) And uh, two intake boots were questionable. uh, But the all four carburetors contained a substance that you defined correctly as green goo. And, you know, this bike came in. It starts. It runs. You can ride it. It doesn't run great. It has about a third of the power that a CB910 speed should have, no matter what range you're in. Abysmally low to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. got it. It's 51 or two horsepower tops. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right. Compared to anything modern, it's in the 500 class. And it weighs as much as a bumper to your average diesel locomotive. Right. The, uh, yeah. I mean, they're not made light or quick. You know what? But they're sexy. No, they're not. No, they're not. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ! In fact, when I see one coming near me, I'm just like, "Grandpa, fucking leave me alone, man!" I'm absolutely certain there's a collection plate attached to that motorcycle. It is like it yeah, couldn't yeah. be more repulsive to me if it tried.
1: At least they're nimble.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, let's shut the show down. Anyway, an hour and a half. Yeah, but that is one of those things. Like, if you did want to, we're gonna sh- we're gonna put in the post and the show notes. The diagram from uh, Motorcycle Consumer News about how to remove ethanol from your fuel, and should you want to embark upon that, we would be very interested to hear how it goes because none of us here are going to do it except maybe Steve Hoffert.
1: <laughs> I'm on it tomorrow. He's going to do, do it, you it tomorrow. Don't, you doing it tomorrow. Right?
3: There'll be an update next week's show notes after that. We well, can send it out for octane testing. Get the
1: fuck out! <laughs>
3: Holy well, shit. I have a lab that idea. Yeah. With, well. So okay. Well. I will send it out.
0: Apparently, he's just the guy to do it. So we did bring this up at the right moment because I would have, I, we would have just laughed it off. But apparently Hopper's like, no, fuck it, I'm doing it. I bought this. Well, can you test
4: for percentage of uh, ethanol when you're done, too? Yeah. yeah, do that, too. Dude, yeah, we'll do he's it. He's already bought the sent- vessel with a little knob he at the bottom. Have, then <laughs> we actually know if it actually He worked. bought that shit on Amazon <laughs> while we were
0: talking. Uh, that's it. Fucking Mr. Wizard. Bill Nye is all up in this shit. <laughs> so, all right. Well, guys, thanks again. And remember to drive fast and take chances. And, uh, I don't know, play us out, John.